Do you feel like you're the only young person who cares about your Catholic faith? Do you look around at mass and only see silver foxes? We're Jake and Kathy, a young adult married couple, and we're here to tell you, you're not alone. That's why it's time to get Truth Pops. You're going to get a podcast designed specifically for you, a young adult Catholic in a pop culture world. The countdown is on for Truth Pop. We'll connect Christ into culture. to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, out of breath, Daniel Posey, and joining me to the left, as always, Drew Douglas. Thanks, thanks for having me. It's been, it feels like, forever since we sat down and we did one of these shows. It's been nice, though. It, has it been like a nice break? Does it seem like a break? I mean, you don't get paid for it, so yeah, it's always <laughs> nice to not do it. I can't believe that, yeah, it's um, still, those paychecks are bone dry. I guess they're in the mail somewhere. Like they're lost. It's like, like the stimulus checks that some people haven't gotten. Or, or it's like the bonus check that Clark Griswold is supposed to receive at the end of Christmas vacation. Spoiler alert. Watched that the other day. Watched that yesterday. You fact. like it? Yes. It's a masterpiece. It holds up. It's not a masterpiece. It is a classic, though. And mm. I, I still say that vacation is the best. European vacation. Where does that fall on your list? Bottom of the list? That's one we need to watch again. I've I've seen it maybe two times. I don't um, think I've seen it all the way through at all. Man, I feel like that could be the wild card. That could be number three. Vegas I like, though. I like Vegas a lot. Vegas is fun. It's one of those that when it first came out, it was like, I remember, and our my family made a big deal about it, and they're like, yeah, it's okay. But over time, it is funnier. Maybe it's one of those that you had such high expectations that when you first saw it, it didn't quite meet those. But now, are we counting the new one? Oh, because that's mm, dead last. That's yeah, not good. I wouldn't. I don't know. Would you have you count to it? because Clark and uh, Ellen are in it, so you yeah, have to count it. You're right. Give us some more Randy. Give us that no. crazed man Randy who's north of the border, stuck in Canada, who's claiming that we're all like aliens or whatever. He's disgusting in Christmas Vacation. Like, he's just a disgusting person. <laughs> Did you ever see, and I'm not counting this, but it's a Christmas Vacation 2, Mm-mm. Cousin Eddie. It's like Cousin Eddie's uh, He's vacation. like on an island or yeah. something? No, I didn't see it. Man, that was made for TV on NBC, I believe, back in the day. Oh, man, that was that bad. That dude's psychotic, though. I honestly would watch a reality show with him in it. I think he's unstable, though. I, to, yeah. like To a point where it's not funny. It's right. sad. It, it's one of those where he's may have like actual problems i don't i've read a little bit about him and what he's dealing with but not enough to fully understand what rainy quite is truly going through weird it's <laughs> it's hard to believe that he and dennis quite are related i know i was just thinking about that so he's uncle to uh, jack quite yeah what if he showed up on the boys i really hope he does and he just plays himself. Fingers crossed that he does. He would make such a great addition. I need I to finish it. that. I'm still in the middle of season one. Ooh. Can you man. believe that? I'm curious to see what you have to say about season two. It's just I'm I'm watching now it was horror stuff, Halloween. Now it's Christmas stuff. 
Oh, so you're full fledged deep into Christmas movie. I mean, we mode. did a we had a double banger the other day. We did last Christmas. We did uh, Christmas Vacation. Last Christmas. It was the one from last that was year. Amelia with Clark. Amelia Clark. Yeah. Second time I've seen it in 2020. Believe it or not. <laughs> it is it better on the rewatch? I mean, I liked it the first time. I was going to say it was a fun movie. I, well, I don't know about fun, but it was it's a not, good movie. It's so strange. It's got the weirdest ending. And I kept, I told my wife, I was like, what do you think is going to happen? And with about 30 minutes left, she goes, okay, I think this is going to happen. She listed five things. And one of them was what the ending is, kind of. She got part of it right. But it's just so strange. Does Lexi like it? Is she a fan? She, she said um, it was okay. She doesn't like watching messy characters in terms of oh. Amelia Clark in that movie is a complete mess. Yeah. For about an hour of it. And then sure. she kind of starts getting her stuff together. And she's just like, it's hard for me to watch that. I think they're she she's got some good range. I thought she did a really good job with Last Christmas. I was really surprised by that. And Henry G. Give us yeah, some Yeah, he's good. Give us some more Henry G. He sounds if you close your eyes, he sounds just like Henry Cavill. Oh, just I'm gonna clo- have to try that. Just close your eyes and listen, Henry Cavill. Two Henrys. They should make a movie. That should be the Two next Henrys. man from Uncle. They should do a podcast. Two Henrys. <laughs> that well, but then they we'd be competing with the two Henrys. We can't have that. So before we go deeper down this rabbit hole, let's go ahead and talk about what we're covering. Which speaking of the Christmas spirit, we are doing a brand new Christmas movie. It may not be one that you watch with the entire family, but it's still a new Christmas movie. It is Fat Man, Mel, <laughs> Mel Gibson's new movie. Terrible title. We. <laughs> That's a bad title. I'm surprised they actually used it. But then again, it's like a hard R Christmas movie. Eh, I'm, it's not that hard R. This could have been this. It could have been worse. Could have yeah. been PG-13. Man, what if this was like Wolf of Wall Street meets the Santa Claus? We'll also do December Pick'ems, in which Drew and I will pick three things coming out in the month of December that we're excited about, want to share that love with you. And for the first time ever, we're doing chart toppers in which we're flipping the script. This is a game that, Drew, you came up with, and you've always quizzed me, but now it's your turn to be in the hot seat. We've got a lot to get through, but to begin things, as mentioned just a few seconds ago, we're going to start with Fat Man. You just lost a big son, Fat Man! What's the job? I'd like you to kill Santa Claus. I'm looking for the Fat Man. You can't be serious. This is what people actually think of me. Christmas is a farce. I am a joke. What's the purpose of your visit? Hunting. I'm going to kill some things. So this is Mel Gibson's latest, and... It's his second movie of 2020. I mean, if you're a Mel fan, it's this, I, is, this is good news. Yeah. But then again, it's either this or Force of Nature, his other 2020 film. God, what a disaster. I need to finish it. I haven't even finished it. Did yeah. you get to the part I was talking no, about? No, not yet. I'm... I paused. So you're and, not very far. So sadly, no, I'm not. And sadly, the other, the the night after, I believe I started it. Instead of watching that, I freaking put on Walking Phoenixes and Casey Affleck's. I'm still here. God. <laughs> Don't know why I did that. But we've got five questions for Fat Man. How would you describe Fat Man in a synopsis? Like if someone didn't know this movie, it's a a, a little boy hires a hitman to kill Santa Claus. Simple as that. Would you call him an edgy Santa? 
No. He's just and he's just an old Santa. How old is he in this movie? Hundreds of years yeah, old? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's or a good question. Or just like normal I, 60s, 70s. I bet he's normal. I would I would think so. Which, speaking of, have you and Lexi watched Christmas Chronicles 2 yet? They haven't yet. I love how both movies, Fat Man and Christmas Chronicles 2, they keep talking about Mel and Kurt being like these like really big Santas. I'm like, really? Like more than Tim Allen and the Santa Claus or something? I don't know. That was just surprising. So question number one for Fat Man. In three words or less, Fat Man is... Better than expected. Ooh. That's... um. Because you slap that synopsis on something. I expected basically bad Santa with violence. Mm. And this movie is not that in any way. It's actually... I would say pretty tame. I thought this would be raunch fest and it's not. You know, I, I ended up saying... Good, not great. Let's talk about the best thing and worst thing. Let's start off with the best thing. What's the best thing about Fat Man? I think just that it was done serious. This is a very silly concept that's done seriously. And I thought Mel was actually pretty good in it. I honestly expected mm -hmm. him to be this drunk, filthy Santa like Billy Bob and Bad Santa. And he's not. He's just this hardworking Santa Claus that is just tired of this, you know, people... I guess maybe overlooking Christmas in a way, it's just not important to them anymore. And and what is his role in, in society at this point? Yeah, that is kind of a leads into my best thing. I have to say it's the ending. I think that it stuck the landing and the ending. And I was worried, how are they going to end this? What are they going to do next? But it makes me want a sequel. Spoiler alert. Here we go. Spoiler. Should he have died? Uh, I kind of, I kind of think he should have. I, whenever that happened, in my mind, it was crazy because I, I watched this with my dad, and it was funny to get his reaction. But I would just like, what? Is he dead? If that happened, that would have been one crazy way to end this movie. And as I like being a standalone, I don't. It would not have. I will say that the ending started to come back around with him coming back. So had it have been that way, I would not have liked the movie as a whole more, and I would not have liked the ending more than the ending that we got. What do you do with the sequel, though? I guess that's yeah. my concern. Are you going to have another Hitman? Unless you just send... And that's the thing. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be asking necessarily for a sequel, but if they did one, I'd be okay to see, is he instead going after all of these just juvenile kids who are doing nothing but causing trouble and he's basically saying hey strike one you end up getting warm but strike two i'm coming after you another good thing walton goggins Ooh, he's scary and i think that as such a scrawny looking guy he actually seems to be someone that is intimidating do you like that he had a grudge against santa yeah. You think that was unnecessary? No, he has, I like, like this that. personal vendetta of why he does what he does. I, th I think it held up. It, it helped draw a line through the story. I think it did. I, th I thought that actually him with all the, he works in this toy store or whatever. I thought it was creepy. That I, he's like mm -hmm. just collecting all this stuff even though he hates Santa so much. I, I thought it was creepy, but I really like that too. Also a really good thing, Mel's beard. Always has a good oh, beard. Oh, yeah. One thing I didn't know about this movie, David Gordon Green 
and Danny McBride, executive producers. I don't remember seeing them on the no, list. yeah, I, that is a surprise to me now because I don't remember seeing that. Makes it, sense though, right? It looks like it. It definitely seems like they're kind of movie. This seems like something dark that Danny McBride would write. It's not funny like his stuff, right? Doesn't have his little dark humor in it, but yeah, I could see that. So worst thing. Probably what you said. It's good, not great. The reason why I say good, not great is that even though there are moments that we end up getting like this really edgy movie, it could have it could have used a little more. I'm not talking about raunchiness in terms of language, but just in terms of what if we had Santa go a little more off the rails where he's pushed a little bit more? What will we see from that kind of Santa? It's got a good buildup because they don't meet until maybe 15 minutes left in the film. It really is like a Western in that way because it takes so long to get to that. One strange thing is they add this whole government angle where him and and Mrs. Claus are struggling financially, so they partner up with the government to build whatever it is. The way that I read that is it's a, you end up having Santa Claus being this middle American who is this working man. He's out there busting his chops. He's unable to really provide for he and his wife. And then you end up having the government coming in, literally moving in like eminent domaining his property and kind of setting up shop. And he's kind of forced to do this because he can't make enough money. And then He's, I see a lot of this movie trying to like make certain political undertones and just like maybe how for the filmmakers here, uh, using like central U.S. as like a pivotal central location for a reason to get that point across. So does it ultimately work or not? I think so. I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I'm going to give it a... It's a solid three star. So you would say definitely get it on VOD. You would stream it. Like, is it it. six bucks? Yeah, what would be the limit for this movie? Like, ten bucks? You think ten bucks? Ten bucks? I I would actually, I say the replay value is low, but I I would probably watch this again at some point. It's not something I need to see immediately again. Yeah. Um, But I think it's, I think it's uh, just better than expected. I, I would agree with that. I wouldn't return to it right away, but it could be one of those that I might on a cold winter night. And I just I want to be able to see Mel kind of go crazy as Santa at the very end. If you don't want to pay, I bet this is if this is something on Prime, mm. something streaming, then I think it's worth 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. I think that it works, but barely. It almost sounds like I didn't like the movie. I think it was like I'd give it like maybe a B. Well, I'd that's say. not that bad. Yeah. It, and it comes off as if, like, I'm I'm kind of hating on it more than what I should. Two good performances, though. So, speaking of performances, Fat Man is Mel's best movie since... I'm going to say 2018's Dragged Across Concrete. I have to agree with you on that because... Do you think that movie's underrated, Dragged? Yeah. I would say it's underrated because I don't think a lot of people have seen it. From t- 2010, when, he, when Mel made his comeback, or was trying to... We have Edge of Darkness, The Beaver, Get the Gringo, Machete Kills, Expendables 3, Bloodfather, Daddy's Home 2, Dragged, The Professor and the Madman, which I haven't seen, mm-hmm. Force of Nature, and Fat Man. And then he has Boss Level coming up. I thought his comeback over this last decade has been full of more, uh, I would say, just like crappy films. I think the bulk of these are actually 
pretty good, and he's good in, in all of this. Yeah. I've, I never saw Machete Kills. I have actually not seen most of those movies, but... Oh, yeah. the, he's really good in The Beaver. No, I have. watched that. So I've seen, obviously, Dragged, uh, The Expendables 3, Machete Kills, and beaver and edge of darkness you haven't seen Bloodfather? no that's a good one and i hate it because we've got aaron m who plays starlight from the boys in that Bloodfather is i want to say that might be on netflix or something now you need to watch that that's like good 90s action it looks like it where he's just on a rampage and he looks like he's roided up <laughs> does he look in good shape for he's, the got, most part? he's got pudge gut but his arms are huge like he's got massive arms I don't know if he got big for that movie or Expendables 3. Those are like around oh. the same time frame. Okay. But like Daddy's Home 2, not great. Looks like it would be fun, but I can't really say anything more than that. Oh, would you rather watch Daddy's Home 2 or Fat Man? Fat Man. Fat Man. So, final question. After watching Fat Man, are you a fan of hard R Christmas movies? I think it depends on the genre. I, I'm more into action stuff than I would be Bad Santa. I just don't think it's funny. It's, I have like 10 minutes of that. I'm like, okay, I get it. You, you're drinking and having sex. And cursing around kids. I've never cursing seen... cursing around kids. It's I'm not ne- that funny. I have not seen Bad Santa. They did two of them. Mm. Why are we doing two of those movies? Around that Why phase. is that a genre? I mean, this is just a stupid genre. It's just take know. a profession and then make that person bad. It's not funny. I bet you anything the next one's going to be like bad journalist or something <laughs> oh, like geez. that. All right, so that's going to do it for Fat Man. Now let's move on to our second topic. We're speeding through, man, because we I'm are. hungry. We're, we're <laughs> blowing through because we got to get to those papadillas. We're, we're, we're blowing through this harder than uh, Santa Claus with uh, a plate of fries in front of him. Ooh. And cookies. Yeah, so why didn't I say cookies? Cookies. That's why would uh, I not have homemade? said cookies and milk? Oh, maybe it was off season. He's trying to train up for Christmas, and he's you know got to get that um, that pudge going. Jeez. So we've got December pickums. The three things that are coming out for this month. Was December hard for you? Um, no, not too hard. Last month I didn't take this very seriously. I only <laughs> said the PlayStation Five, and then I looked back, and there was a handful of things in November I should have said. There's a lot that kind of dropped at the end of the month. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, it's like I forgot a bunch of stuff. But you know what? December's got some good stuff. It's like all movies, though, mm. for me at least. Yeah, it's the same for me. So what's your number three? My number three, I got to get my George Clooney on. It's called The Midnight Sky Netflix, December 23rd, right before Christmas. Looks good. I don't think it looks great. I think the preview's just okay, but this is Clooney's latest directorial film. And it's futuristic. And he's got a big beard, and it's got snow. I watched the CBS Sunday morning segment with him this past week, and he talked about how during one of the scenes, one of the first scenes of shooting, his eyes were being frozen shut. Because it's so cold? Yeah. And they, yeah, they shoot the film? They were just shooting in, like, this Arctic, like, tundra space, and he said that they shot one scene, and they had to go, and they were using a blow dryer to warm up his eyes. I learned a fact about George Clooney today. What's that? He said he has been cutting his own hair for the past 30 years. Using a flow bean. I just have that. I don't believe that for a second. It's hard for me to imagine that. Because I think, honestly, in Hollywood, he has some of the best hair. Do you think that's true at all? I, I would say it's true to a, a point where, unless he's shooting a film, then they're obviously taking care of his sure. hair. 
if he's just at home for a couple weeks and he has no job, he's not working on anything. Yeah, I could buy that. I got I got to send the uh, CBS story to you because it was fun with him sitting down talking about uh, like being a dad, just being a dad at home. That was fun to see. He loves it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. And GQ has a big article on him too. He's he's on one of the covers. Okay. For I think the December issue. I love Clooney. He's one of my all time favorites. Cla- he's like a modern day classic Hollywood movie star. He's just cool. Man Crush City. Got got to go rewatch the. Ocean I've been movies. rewatching his older films. Um, some of them not so not that old, but I, I did Tomorrowland recently. Oh, I want to do Michael Clayton. I want to do The Peacemaker. Mm. Nineteen, I think ninety eight. Sounds with, right. Uh, Nicole Kidman. I saw that in theaters, and I just I want to rewatch all these movies. Man, Tomorrowland. How was that? Have you seen it before? Yes. Did not like it. <sighs> it's frustrating. It could have been great. I like it. Because I think it's ambitious. It's just not fun. It's not a fun movie mm-hmm. in terms of... I was never watching it going, wow, this is exciting. Yeah. But it's got the Clunster in it. Well, like you said, it's just not fun. It's not fun. Give us some fun, Clooney. Uh, a three-star movie. My third pick, I think, is going to... Be, I'm curious what you'll end up saying about this. Well, it's coming out on Christmas Day Ooh. on Disney+. Plus, oh. And it's Soul. Yeah. The new, it was on my list. Not nah, it didn't make it though. Um, this movie looks so good, sounds great, and so far, buzz for it is phenomenal. Big move, Disney putting it yeah. on Disney Plus. I mean, I'd have to say that the move to start shifting online makes a lot of sense. I mean, you've brought this up a lot here on the podcast, in which, like, what are we? What are they going to do with those movies? So if we're actually getting all these vaccines, I don't know. You could be risking it by doing it now. It's tricky. It's a tricky thing. I, I I still think the first half of 2021, if not into the fall, is dead. I think so, too. I think people most just of don't want to get out. Or they're scared to take a vaccine. Goodbye, Oscars. Which they're warning will make you sick for one or two days with flu-like <laughs> symptoms. Yeah. Why are we doing the Oscars? That Who is knows? so stupid. I don't... I, Speaking yeah. of Oscars, number two. I oh. think this person could be nominated from Oscar, what I hear. Oscar Isaacs. No, it's called Sound of Metal with Riz Ahmed. I can't hear you. Do you understand me? I can't. I'm deaf. I'm deaf. Amazon Prime, December 4th, this Friday. That'll be good. Or if you're listening next week, it's already happened. You're or if I haven't edited this episode yet, then who freaking knows? Or you, you will hopefully be going on a Riz Ahmed binge. Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. Heavy metal drummer loses his hearing, has to learn to live without it. He learned sign language and drumming for this film. Leading up to it, though, I keep hearing more and more about it, like on NPR, and I'm seeing more for this online. So that'll be a good good release. My number two is yet another movie, big movie, dropping on streaming. Ooh, I know what it is. Christmas Day. Ooh. HBO Max. Oh. Wonder Woman 1984. First movie on HBO that's going to be in 4K. <sighs> Will you definitely stream in 4K? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, say, I'm staying up late on Christmas Eve. I don't know when HBO puts its content online. I'm going to be refreshing. Oh, I'm going to be refreshing. I, I bet they go early. I really bet Christmas Eve night, they'll end up dropping it like at eight. 
Now, I don't know how this works because uh, Netflix for me, it's 2 a.m. in the morning. Two or three. That's when the new stuff yep. comes out. Mm-hmm. I think it's freaking three. I think it's three, our time central. So I don't know what HBO does. Yeah. I, well, and like the boys, that came out early. I, I bet I bet HBO, this is the first big one. I could see them releasing it early. I mean, it could be Christmas Eve. I don't know. Tickets are on sale for this if you want to see it in theaters. Yeah, that's another good point. They may, I Would don't know. Would you risk it? Yeah. Is there any chance that you would see this film in theaters? Only on IMAX. Jeez, there's no way I'm... I don't know. I, I, it's not worth it. We'll see. Right now with cases going up, it's like you... Oh, man. It's not that's, worth it, especially yeah. when you think of just... You it's can watch on HBO Max. In 4K. I would hope WB puts this out in theaters again next year whenever things clear up. Just give it a shot. I bet they will. Two weeks. See how much money you can make. I could see that. Well, you just rewatched Wonder Woman, the first one. I did. It's not a great movie. Does it get you more or less excited for 1984? I would say the same. I'm worried the uh, the bad guy, which I think is Pedro Pascal. I think yes. he's the one in it. Yeah. I'm worried he's going to ham it up. Yeah. Because um, he literally said they let me ham it up. <laughs> I'm like, I hope this villain doesn't blow. Well, I don't know. Like Pedro, he's, he's a good actor. Uh, well, Wonder Woman, that's my number one movie too. Okay. Just for the sheer fact that HBO has taken the risk of putting this online as well as putting it in theaters. I think that's awesome. Yeah. More of that, please. Well, and I think we'll see more of this. Heck, I bet I bet you anything, the next movie to go to HBO Max, I don't know. I bet it'll be Tom and Jerry, and then it'll be Kong. Kong and Godzilla. Kong v. Godzilla. What is that movie? We haven't even seen a preview of that. No. I, I really wonder if they could just drop it out of nowhere and just say, here you go. You got to tease it, though. You would That's, think there's so. There's a lot of money for that. Yeah. And if you notice, they have HBO Max has all the Godzilla stuff on there, all the King Kong stuff on I did, there. And they have like the like lowest. The classic stuff. Right. Have you watched any of those? I have no interest. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't care. I do want to see this new one, but I don't want to, I don't, that's not a franchise I need to see all the old stuff of. Of any of the Kong or Godzilla movies of the last like 10 years, I would say this is one I'm most excited about. Did you like Skull Island? It was fun. I wouldn't say that I loved it, but I would say it was. It's entertaining. Good. Yeah. It was, it was a fun, entertaining movie. I would rewatch it. I've actually kind of wanted to rewatch it recently. I actually did. I, I, I watched that again in, in the, uh, I think 20, what it was the Godzilla, 2017 or whatever, mm-hmm. 2016? That movie freaking rules. Brian Cranston, I do need to rewatch that too. That's like a legit masterpiece. And then we've got, what was the, I always forget the Glass Godzilla movie that came out. King of the Monsters. Yeah. Did you like that? Uh, it was okay. I was super stoked for it. And that was one I missed in theater, so I was really excited for, the, uh, oh. for it to finally come to. Why didn't I see that in theater? Was, was that a, right before the pandemic? I think that was like. Was that February or no? No, that was last year. Yeah. Well, we are talking about releases. I actually have all Christmas Day releases. I just, I don't know why I forgot that, but this one is not going to a streaming service. What in the world is coming out on Christmas besides what we just said? And it's coming out on, and, and just theaters alone. What? Promising Young Woman. Why did they not do that on VOD? They are because it is owned, the parent company, Universal. So they will be doing that whole like... 17-day thing? Mm-hmm. So they'll release that. I want to say it's Focus Films. They have this movie and they're just going to release it. 
On Christmas Day, though? Like, it's going to tank. Well, it would tank no matter what. But that like, movie looks awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for it. We've this, been waiting a full year. And when we originally had our picks for the year, movies that we're excited for every month, which we should do a recap and see which ones actually still came out. I would say very little of them. But this one, man, I just, I cannot wait for it. I'm excited too. I think that looks great. But only theaters and then 17 days later into the new year, we'll be able to watch it at home. I mean, I wish they would have just put it in theaters on the 4th and released it on Christmas on VOD or whatever. Anything that... Almost made your list because I have Freaky coming out December 4th on VOD. Mank, which is this Friday, new David Fincher, which uh, other than this being David Fincher, I don't know if I'd be super stoked for it. If it were, yeah, if it came out in theaters, I think I'd be lukewarm, but I still want to see it. Fincher's the best. And then I I did have Soul on my list. Yeah, the first two, obviously, Soul was on mine, but the first two was on my list. And... I would also say, got to get my Riz. I know. That movie looks so good. I've, I've watched that preview like 20 times. I'm really curious about the new Vanessa Kirby, Shia LaBeouf, Pieces of a Woman. And that's coming out on Netflix on Christmas Day. Mm, I haven't heard of that. And it's it's basically, I believe there she has a miscarriage or something like that. Yeah. And it's like a really dramatic turn for Vanessa Kirby. Well, I mean, compared to, like, say, Mission Impossible Fallout. Or Hobson Shaw or something. Yeah, exactly. Shia, though, freaking looks like he'll rule in this. But he's yeah. good. Uh, he's, a, I think, an underrated actor. He's overshadowed by his uh, off-screen shenanigans, Ooh. quite frankly. Shia, baby. All right. Are I'm, you nervous for this next, this final segment? I'm legit about to crap my pants. <laughs> Or is that just the hunger? You're too hungry. It's a little bit of both. That's why I haven't crapped my pants because I haven't <laughs> yeah. eaten yet. You're, you're, uh, you don't have any food to do that. All right, so I'm clicking my pen over here. This is Chart Toppers. Today, it is December 2nd, but I checked this again just to make sure everything is currently in the standing before we recorded. I think it was about an hour before I checked. We're good. So nothing has changed. With that being the case, we're raising the stakes because if you haven't listened before, shame on you, but Chart Toppers (laughs) is where we are going through iTunes Top 10 and... I will give Drew a list. Top ten. It was. To, it's the. They, these movies will be in the top ten, but there are five movies. You pick five movies, but I will list ten total. Oh, you're doing ten. I always do seven. I've got. I. I ended you up bumped doing. It up? Yeah, I bumped oh, it up man. to ten. But it's changing I, the rules on me. I could cut it at seven. No, I want you to do it as you planned. I don't want to mess okay. anything up. This is. These movies are. For today, the top five movies in the iTunes movie chart. And all of these movies, though, I must exclaim, are in the top 25. All of them are in the top 25. 
So you won't have any of those that are like bottom of the barrel, 100 ranking or something like that. I will say this is very interesting because in the first round, you will choose five movies and those are at random. Just so long as they fit in the top five, if you get those, you get 20 bucks. If I just get anyone, every, mm-hmm. every one I get right, I get 20 bucks. You get 20 bucks. And then round two, you had to land it correctly. Wait, and we're it's doing $20? For round one. Wow. And then you're, you're, uh, you got more money than I do. And then, <laughs> and then round two, we are going to do 30 bucks. But you had to get the placement of where they land in the top five exactly, or it's no deal. But all right, here we go. Round one, here so, are your picks. I get 10. Yeah, I'm getting to choose from 10. 10 movies total. Okay. And for those that you are unfamiliar with, I have a few stats to provide. At most, you have three hints. Uh, I don't, we're not doing hints. I don't give you hints. Okay. There's no hints. All right. So here we go. Your 10 movie choices are, and it begins with number one, Home Alone. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Buddy Games. Buddy Games? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that like a elf movie? Do you do you want me to say? Is it that Josh Dumel movie? Yes. Okay, I, I saw a preview for that. I you have seen more than I have. <laughs> uh, I think he directed it too. I think that's how it was built, believe it or not. Get this. He wrote, directed, produced, and is the main star of this movie. It's his passion project. Buddy games. Okay. Buddy games. All right. Number three, we have Let Him Go. Let Him Go. That's oh the, the Kevin Costner movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kevin All right. Costner dying. That's, that's I know the last two movies are new in terms of being available to rent. So I'm already peeking. I'm my that's pinging right now, baby. But but you're not locking anything not, not in. Locking yet. Anything okay. In. Number four, we've got Christmas with the Cranks. Mm, I think you're trying to fool me. Number five, Iron Mask. Iron Mask? Mm-hmm. Not the DiCaprio one? There's another no. Iron Mask? No. Yeah. Do you want any... any? any no, no okay. Hints. And these, are all, the, is, these I, are all in the 25, which <laughs> yes. is hard to believe. All right. <laughs> Number We've six. We've done this enough times to know that a lot of... Some of these, you're like, you're like, what is that? Yeah. And why is that in the top five? Mm-hmm. Number six, The Holiday. Okay. Yeah, people like my wife renting that movie. Sure. Number seven, Fat Man. Okay, that would that would be fitting, or you could be throwing me off. I'm glad that's in the top 25, though. That's awesome. Number eight, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Number nine, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And number 10, our favorite, After We Collided. I don't think that's in the top 25. I'm crossing that out immediately. Or not in the top five, I should say. Okay. This is hard because I believe I could believe all these, except for Iron Mask. Like, what is that? <laughs> Freaking Iron Mask. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to lock in some right now because I just, they have to be in, if they're not in the top five, I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, let him go. Locking that in for sure. Okay. Right? Man, the, the holiday's throwing me off because I know my wife really is like begging to watch <laughs> that. Um, she's like, it's just like one of the best Christmas movies. I'm like that I'm going to lock in. I'm going to lock in the holiday for some reason. I think that's got to okay. be in. All right, go through it again. A home alone, buddy's game, buddy, buddy games, buddy games, 
Let Him Go, mm-hmm. Christmas with the Cranks, Iron Mask, The Holiday, Fat Man, Dr. Seuss is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and After We Collided. Okay, I'm locking in Fat Man. I'm going to say Home Alone. I just don't think there's going to be a ton of Christmas films off the top. And I already have three. Mm-hmm. I Iron Mask is just so s- stupid. I'm going to say Iron Mask. Okay. I, I only feel confident about one of those films, and it's Let Them Go. I guarantee you that's in the top five, and I guarantee you that's very high. Well, you are $20 richer. Yes! So Let Him Go is correct. Next up, you chose The Holiday. The Holiday is not. Oh, my gosh. My so wife that's is an X. so mad. Your next choice. That gets me a little scared about Home Alone. All right. Your next choice. Fat Man. I'm here to confirm that is correct. Yes. So $40. I'm going to buy a bunch of freaking Papadillas. I'm going to rent Fat Man 12 times. (laughs) Your next choice. Home Alone. That's got to be in, right? I'm here to confirm that it is not. What? It is not. And then your final choice, Iron Mask, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. Iron Mask? Mm-hmm. Arnold in that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know Jackie Chan was still alive. Yeah. And he also released another movie like two weeks ago in theaters, which is nuts. But Iron Mask, I am here to say, is not. Oh, my gosh. So you have two movies, Let oh Him Go gosh. and Fat Man. Moving on to round two. All right. Where shall you place Let Him Go? Let Him Go is number one. There's no doubt in my mind. Fat Man. I'm going to say that is number. Man. I'm going to do one, two. This is a shocker. I'm saying Fat Man number two. Ooh. Okay. And how much is the second round for? 30? Yes. 30 bucks. Well, I've won 40 at least. That's 40 bucks. You you now have enough for several rounds of Papadillas. This is hard. This is a hard game. So obviously, five, four, and three are taken off the list. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what those are. Number two, you said Fat Man. I'm here to say that is incorrect. Oh. Number one, you said Let Him Go. I'm here to say you have struck out. What? Yeah. That did not make number one. So number five, we have Planes, Trains. Hmm. Number four, here's your Fat Man. Wow, okay. Yep. Yep. That was way off. Number three, Christmas with the Cranks. Man. Number two. And freaking Home Alone's not in the top five. We got mm-hmm. Christmas with the Cranks. Yep. Number two, Let Him Go, and the number one, Buddy Games. Oh so my, Josh oh D. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So Josh D. ended up coming in, swooping in. Well, I was close on Let Him Go. That's got to be a huge... That's going to that's gonna be be the new After We Collided. Like, where that's just going to be in the top five for about six weeks. Where was that, by the way, After We Collided? Let me see here. 18. Okay, that makes sense. There's no way that was in the... Uh, and where was Grinch? That Was that outside the top 10? Uh, 15. Yeah. Hmm. I was expecting to see, like, maybe Charlie Brown... But you well, end up having that. Well, that's free on Apple. So yeah, that Apple deal. I think but that kind of 
ruins that. So was that that was only free for like three days, right? Or is it free just for uh, like a month? It's free right now. Oh, okay. So you have forty bucks coming I mean, out of chart bad. toppers. That's not bad. Yeah, but it's hard to it's hard to place them though. So how was that? Your first round of chart toppers. Man, I want to do it again. Are you? Is I this, think I can do it. Is this something that you like being in the hot seat more, or the one who? No, I like putting it together. First round that ends up being one of those that I think it's tough because like you end up having all these holiday movies now. Like you said, we end up getting the Daniel Craig Bond movies. That's going to be tough. That's tough. It's just hard to figure out what people like there's so many times there's just the weirdest stuff on there and i don't understand why that's trending yeah there was uh this past week and i looked i can't remember but there is a really weird choice and it was in like the top 10 i don't get it and then you have stuff like iron mask which i've never heard of in my life how often i wonder does this cycle through is it like i i i think it's daily I think it updates daily because I've seen it alternate from day to day, but never within the same day. I don't think. Okay. Because that's one thing that I've always wondered. Does it like how often is that? Is it like one of those algorithm things that it's like if you end up having a, a spike and like a sale and it just takes a while for it to pop? I don't know. But anyways, it was a lot of fun uh, doing this, putting it together. But yeah, I you're still sweating. I'm hungry. I got to go. I got to go eat. By the way, before you go, here you go. Here's 40 bucks. I appreciate it. I can get you some Papa Deeds. Not going to get a Papa Deeds. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Quality Check Podcast. Join us next time where we talk about everything movies. I'm talking about freaky. And freaky. Freaky.